0: everybody, welcome back to Coco and Daltz. We are real people bringing you real reviews of all the latest movies and TV shows that are streaming on Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Disney Plus. And this week, our real review is away. The brand new released on September 4th streaming TV show on Netflix, I'm Not Daltz.
1: And I'm Not Coco. And it's number one right now on the trending on Netflix. And we're talking about Away. And you know what, Coco? I'm actually disappointed because the segue there, the natural segue there for you would have been... Take it, t- it away, Take Dalts. it away, Daltz.
0: Do, do you want to start over? Yeah, can... let's start over. Okay. I'm Not Coco. And I'm Not Daltz.
1: Oh, wait. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't been drinking no we haven't not much uh so away <laughs> is a 10 episode uh, original netflix series it's a dramatization of what would happen if we were to go to mars
0: <laughs> why
1: so a little bit of background here this was inspired by a 2014 uh, article in esquire written by my very very good friend chris jones Chris Jones, being a Canadian writer, uh, he's a fantastic writer, has uh, had written for Esquire many years, wrote for ESPN, wrote for me when I was working at ESPN. Um, we're like this, and I'm crossing my fingers together. We're like buds. We're like totally, really good friends.
0: Because all you Canadian writers know each other.
1: All Canadians know each other, other too. Uh, So his article in Esquire was, What Would It Take to Go to Mars? And it was a very well-written article. Uh, I read it again recently. Um, And it's it's not like... uh, So Chris Jones is a guy who likes his poop humor. So the lead of the story is... How do you poop in space? So we won't go into that right now. Yeah, I really don't want to know about that. Right.
0: But uh, (laughs) I walk dogs for a living. So I I deal with enough poop on Earth.
1: (laughs) So the story is, so it's 10 episodes of how we get to Mars and the trials and tribulations that this crew, it's five um, crew members led by Hillary Swank, who's the American, uh, there is uh, Dr. Lu Wang, who is played by Vivian Wu. She is from China in the, in the series. Uh, we've got Mark of Honor playing Misha Popov, who is the Russian. We've got Ray uh, Pathanka, Pithank- sorry, Ray, uh, playing Rom from India. And then we have uh, Eto Asanado, who is from Ghana. He plays a doctor from Ghana via London, via England. And these are the five crew members. And the 10 episodes are them essentially overcoming an obstacle each time. Um, I don't know how we want to go from here because I have so much to say about this, Coco. Take it away, dolls. So the, first of all, Hillary Swank is the captain. She is uh, a woman, uh, obviously, <laughs> who is in charge well, of this if mission.
0: Well, you've seen Boys Don't Cry. Well, I don't know. That's, I, uh, that's why I had yeah.
1: to state that up front. <laughs> um, and she is in charge. Uh, she is married to Josh Charles, who is... Uh, he, is he's, he is an astronaut, but he had medical issues that prevented him from going through with this mission or going further on the mission than, uh, than he did. They have a young daughter uh, and so their, their story is one of the main focuses of this movie. Um, I, I don't want to be a jerk about this so, you do so come there, on. So there's so there's two things here that I want to talk about with with her character. First of all, she's the wishiest washiest captain that I've ever seen of any commander. Like we need some serious James T. Kirk here to just be like, come on, we're gonna land on Mars, and that's what, that's the way we're gonna do it. You know, like I, I, that was actually more Regis Philbin I think than James T. Kirk.
0: That was pretty Regis, yeah.
1: Um, but she is she's some serious wishy washy. And I was disappointed in that because every time she was like, oh, we're going to (laughs) die. And then Josh Charles is like in her ear saying, you're going to be okay. So, like, so. I I wanted the woman to be successful on her own and take charge and not have the man provide all the answers again. And and I'm saying this in the same way it would be the other way around too. I wouldn't want to be like the guy being like, "Oh, what are we going to do?" And then the woman coming along and patting him on the back and saying, "It's going to be fine, dear." So, so there was that. Any comments first? I'm going to open the floor here. Coco, do you want to do you want to say anything?
0: well continue on with your uh with your thoughts on on this you know dynamic on, and then i'll i'll jump
1: in okay know? well i had i my had number 2 point number 2 which i think yeah. you might weigh in on as well mm-hmm. and so in space apparently there's a lot of spare time <laughs> because in space hillary swank had a lot of time to spend doing two things so this is this is point 2 but these are points a and b to point 2 she had a lot of time to, uh, and I'm going to use this term intentionally, uh, stare out the window and, and sort of moon gloriously at space and and just sort of pine for what had happened and her family and everything like that. She's sitting in her personal quarters and she's looking at the window a lot or she's emailing her husband or she's FaceTiming them and her family. And I'm just thinking, what, don't you have a job to do? Like,
0: Well, and also like in parts of our house, I can't get a signal. Okay, and, okay so
1: yeah, and so like, I wanted to talk about that. I <laughs> yeah, wanted to talk about I, that.
0: I, I do agree with your first point, though, because I was actually thinking about that. I'm like, it took them, I believe, eight months to get from Earth to Mars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're basically at work 24 hours a day for eight months. Right. So I'm like, you know, when you're in space, it's not like you have a desk job and you're done after eight hours. Yeah. Like if, if something goes wrong, it 3 a.m. When you're all trying to sleep, you gotta you gotta figure it out.
1: So, so being an astronaut on the mission to Mars is sort of like being a cop or a journalist. Is like you're never really truly off duty,
0: or like you're in a I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, or like one of those shows where you're in a house with the cameras on all the time and you just gotta. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which happens to us actually quite that's, a bit with the paparazzi.
0: That's true. Dawson's gonna try out for Canadian Big Brother, and I, I pushed him to it, and he didn't want to. So Big I was Brother, sad right? About
1: that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sub point to number two yeah. about Hillary Swank's character, uh, which is related to the first point that I just made about having a lot of spare time. so apparently a lot of this spare time was taken up by her applying makeup) <sighs> Because she had the most crystal clear, beautiful makeup that I've ever seen. And maybe it's super HD. Maybe we're talking 4K or whatever the technology is these days. And you can see every pore on everybody's face. But she had a lot of makeup on. He, she had a lot of cake on. And a lot of the other characters had cake on, pancake. And not just the women, the men, too. So there was a lot of makeup in in space.
0: Yeah, that really... I. I, I did mention this to adults after, like, maybe the third episode. I was like, Hillary Swank's makeup is really annoying me because you don't need a smoky eye in space, right? <laughs> I mean, you don't... I don't understand why they gave her the full makeup treatment. The I don't only either. The only thing I can think is either it's a Hollywood production, so that's what everybody gets, and they were just on autopilot, no pun intended, her? and they just gave her the full makeup treatment just because that's what you do, mm-hmm. or maybe they were trying to make the point that she always had to look put together because they are working. So if this were like a terrestrial office, mm-hmm. she would walk in wearing makeup and having her hair done. But because they're in space, she's still the boss. So she's trying to
1: adhere to societal norms, to
0: societal norms to be seen in a position of authority because, um, In the first, like, few episodes, something happened at the very beginning of the first episode that caused Lou and Misha to question her authority and question if she's the right person to be the commander. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so maybe they're trying to show that she didn't fall apart, like she's still looking the part of the boss Mm -hmm. in space. She's still in charge. Yeah, she's still in charge. but. You don't need a smoky eye in space.
1: Like I've seen. <laughs> you do you need makeup at all in space? No,
0: you don't. I don't wear makeup here on Earth because, like I said, I walk dogs and I do, teach yoga. Do so. people
1: need makeup? I mean, my daughters make this this point to me all the time when I say you don't need makeup. Men don't wear makeup. Why do women need to wear makeup? And they say, Well, you want to look pretty. You want to feel good. You want it's about you. And I said, Okay, well, that's fine if you want to do it because it's for you then that's fine. But don't be putting on this mask that society asks you to put on. And and men in particular is like, well, women have to wear makeup in order to, for me to be attracted to them.
0: No. Well, and I've seen plenty of movies and TV shows where obviously the the women are wearing makeup, but it's very, very understated. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. just... Subtle. Yeah, it's just foundation and a little bit of mascara and a little bit of lip gloss. And I feel like... If you're going to wear makeup in space, that's probably the way they should have done her. Right. Especially because in one episode, somebody comes to her quarters after an incident and she's like baby wiping herself off. So we don't even know if these people are taking showers for eight months. So I'm like... Probably not. If you're not taking a shower, how are you having perfect makeup all the time?
1: Well, and and if you're leaving that makeup on and sleeping in it, which I know is not something you should do, then wouldn't your face be riddled with acne after a certain amount of time?
0: Yeah, especially if you're just like baby wiping it off and then, you know, troweling it right back on.
1: Well, and then there's, I thought it was pretty hilarious. There's that one scene where I think she was doing a FaceTime with Josh Charles, our boy back on Earth, and he was like oh you got all makeup done and you're looking (laughs) fancy and i was like well how can you tell the difference man like it's the
0: same and she did make the joke she's like unlike every other day and i'm like that's got to be like even though this was clearly (laughs) filmed months ago like that's got to be them being like yeah maybe we went down the wrong path
1: with her makeup choices because (laughs) yeah so uh so what else do we want to talk about? <laughs> did we did we explain this in detail enough? I think that's I got. I think I get down to the uh, the uh, why I was flabbergasted at their at the main couples uh, part in this.
0: Well, and you, going along with what you said, this is basically what you already said. But they she is talking to her husband and daughter freaking all the time. Yeah, like I think they talk more than you and I talk. Right, and, you and, and we I, live in the same house. And we live in the same house. We live on
1: the same planet.
0: Right. Like, So I that was really annoying. I'm like, you knew that she was going to be gone for three years <laughs> right. when she signed up for this mission. And one of the things I didn't really especially love is the Josh Charles character really didn't do it for me, oh, which yeah? kind of pains me to say because I've liked Josh Charles since the Dead Poet Society. Oh, yeah. So, me too. It pains me to say this, but he was kind of a little bit controlling Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. kind of kind of jerky. And you know, she when he in the very first episode had a stroke, she was on the moon getting ready to blast off from Mars, and she was like, "No, that's it. Like my husband just had a stroke. I have like a fourteen-year-old daughter. I can't be away for three years. I need to go home to my family." and he couldn't talk, but he had his kid hold the phone up, you know, to his mouth. And he was like, no, go ahead and go. Yeah. And, and, but then they spend like the entire rest of the series, him trying to get her to come back. <laughs> and like Dalt said, she's being all wishy-washy. And she's like, I just want to go home and see my family. And I'm like, you people knew. Right. This was a three-year assignment. You knew that she was going to be gone for this long. Like, I understand it's hard to be away from your family, but this is what you signed up for. Like, yeah. I was much more sympathetic to Lou. The Chinese astronaut who came right out and said, yeah, like, my, ch- I'm not my, pa- my child's parent. Like, my husband is my child's parent while I'm here because I'm too far away. Yeah. I can't do anything yeah. about it. Like, th- I knew this. I signed up for it. I prepared myself for this. Like, I still love my child. I don't not love my child, but... This but is the keep, reality of the situation. She's
1: committed to a job, and she's going to do that job and see it to its end. Right, exactly.
0: I, and Hillary Swank was just like Hillary Swank was kind of annoying me. Like she was the least compelling of all the astronauts. I right. thought. Like, I thought the, so too. The other four I yeah. liked a lot better, especially Misha and Lou. Yeah. Like in the, I, I was really annoyed because in the first episode they set up Misha and Lou to sort of try to like mutiny and get right. Hillary Swank out of there, and I'm like, oh, the Russians and the Chinese, right. they're the
1: bad guys. Oh, that's
0: yep. really original. But yeah. But Communists
1: then, against the capitalists.
0: Right, exactly. But then their character development over the series, I ended up really liking those characters and they were very compelling and the actors did a really good mm-hmm. job. And I wanted to see more of Misha and Lou. Like mm-hmm. I thought they were I thought they were really great. So. I, I
1: agree with that. I think also that's a factor of or an effect of they had the biggest swing to make. Mm-hmm. Because they were the villains to start with, right. and we were, they were really closed off because of the cultures mm-hmm. that they're from. The stereotype is that they're not emotional, and they're all about the state over the individual and all that sort of stuff. And they, I, I agree with that. There's some storylines there that were very compelling and very interesting, and the acting was was really good. But I, I circling back to what you said about Hillary's character, I, Hillary Swank's character, I I agree, and I also. I've got it you've got to think that there's been a lot of psychological testing going on mm-hmm. leading up to this mission and so, they're gonna be asking questions. Like it's almost like she got in there and was like, oh, three years. <laughs> right. Really? <laughs> right. I thought you said three Seriously, months. Seriously, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like Zach Efron going yeah. up. The top. Oh, my mind is blown. Yeah. Space. Whoa. Mars, <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> well, I thought there was
0: a candy bar, man.
1: <laughs> so I, I just I had trouble really sympathizing with them and that and that family just One disaster after another. Right. And the first excuse me, the first episode we had, Josh Charles had a stroke. Yeah. And then she had some sort of meltdown in space as a result of that. Mm-hmm. And then we had the issue with the rocket, I think, or something like that. And then the first episode was just like all these episodes, all these, you think they would have spread it out a little bit more. They had all these issues. And then the daughter is acting out as you could expect. I right. mean, that would be sort of a logical, she's a teenager and she's having trouble with her mom being gone. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And then uh, her dad has
0: a stroke, and, and now her, she's basically on her own. Like, she's right. got no parents
1: at all. She's got to be the adult. And, mm-hmm. and then one of the uh, astronauts, uh, the member of the team, is sort of like a, a, a pseudo-mom to her, like a replacement. Like a surrogate. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's a better term. And acting and trying to help out. And she has a daughter, and then they interact like a bit of a family. Um, but I just I just had really a really tough time believing any of that stuff with the family. And the Josh Charles bit was absolutely i agree with that is that he she didn't do anything without his say so was like well well why isn't he in space like i understand why he couldn't be because and then get somebody else to go up there Mm -hmm. so that was an issue for me throughout the entire 10 episodes i was just it's like oh come on already make a decision and then just live with it you're the commander like you're there were a couple of scenes there where she stood right up she said no this is not happening and i was like okay good this is what i'm expecting from the commander you know, she had a James T. Kirk moment. It's like, no, this is what we're doing. We're going, and and we're doing this, and we're landing. And you're not talking back to me ever again. And and yet, the next episode, she was crying about <laughs> right. something, and it just it was really troubling. And I I, I will uh, build upon that point about the so that this takes place in some sort of nebulous near future. We're not sure when, because it didn't really say.
0: And it didn't seem a whole lot different no. from now. No. Like it's all the current model cars right. and all the and same. And email
1: works the same. Yeah,
0: it's all the same technology. Everybody's got iPhones. Right. You know, it's not like they've got chips in their brains or whatever. Right. Like So it's today, but we're going to Mars.
1: Except you can have a cell phone conversation with somebody... <laughs> you know light years away in space right and and have instant instant (laughs) conversation there's no delay so like you said Coco there are there are dead spots in our house where you cannot get a signal (laughs) and I'm all I'm forever talking on the phone and I can hear myself echo right on the other end on my cell phone and they're also I had a conversation today with somebody and I could tell that they were not hearing me at the same time I was talking so then that was a that was very distracting and so we have these issues now so this this is some some kind of parallel universe that we're in here where you can go to Mars and you have great cell phone service but everything else is exactly the same.
0: I understand that NASA probably has better communications you know capabilities than like Frontier or you know comcast or whoever we've got but you know, that good really wow
1: so I, I, I think we should apply some of that technology to <laughs> right. the everyday
0: can i get on the nasa wi-fi plan right. like, you know? <laughs> okay. hey nasa you know? <laughs>
1: What's the NASA? What's the NASA Wi-Fi password? <laughs> right. Holy. Driving by uh, the oh, launch pad.
0: Oh my god! Imagine that speed test. Like oh. when you do the speed test, yeah. if you've got NASA Wi-Fi, like holy crap! That There'd would be, be smoke
1: coming out of your laptop.
0: Oh my god! That would be amazing. Yeah. No more buffering
1: ever. So, so there's so there's some great. Speaking of technology and NASA, there's some great uh, MacGyver moves in there that they're trying to do. That there mm. is some compelling stuff in there. It gets you from one episode to the other. Um, it it feels very much like a TV show to me. Yeah, uh, there were a couple of curse words dropped in there every now and then, but nothing, you know, no uh, real nudity, if I recall. Yeah, um, and so it feels like a very it could have been you know on CBS, yeah, on totally. Thursday nights or something like that uh-huh. back in the day when network television was relevant. Um, and uh, but I, I I say that in a good way and in a bad way is that some of the stuff was just like. You know, you could almost hear the the laugh track. You know what I mean? Like, in, in, it was almost canned in some ways. Mm. Laugh track is a bad a bad term to use because this is not funny at all. As a matter of fact, this series is, this is one of the most serious things I think that we've ever watched. And I say that because there are very few light moments along yeah, the way. Yeah, definitely. And and I'm disappointed in that because Chris Jones, who is my good friend and very good friend, actually, you know, very tight with Chris Jones. Um <laughs> he's a very funny guy and he writes very funny and that story that he wrote in esquire was very funny i mean how could you read how could you lead a story about going to mars with poop how you do you how do you poop and it not be funny right so this series is, that's one of the things that I was looking forward to seeing how that all translated onto the screen. And it's not funny at all. Like the no. Josh Charles character is one of the most somber yeah. SOBs that I've ever seen. He's now, very he, dour. He's, no, he's, he's got a problem because he's yeah. had a stroke and his wife is, you know, on Mars. And, and so I get it, but. And that was the thing that annoyed me too was,
0: so the uh, other astronaut lady who's like the surrogate mom. Mm-hmm. He's kind of going after her, like in the last episode, for something that happened with the daughter that she didn't tell him about. And he's like, We're in this together. We're a team. And she's like, No, we're not. And I'm like, Bro, I know that you got a stroke and you're worried about your wife dying in space, but like, don't push this off on somebody else. (laughs) Like, this is all you. Like, she's volunteering to help your family out of the goodness of her heart. Mm -hmm. And also, she's in love with you, which I totally called in like episode one. Yeah, you did. So, you know, he just, yeah, he was just very, I, I just did not like that character. He was just controlling and, like you said, just very somber and dour. And there was just not really, I I didn't get their love story. Like, even in the scenes he and Hilary Swank had together, it didn't, did I, see I didn't chemistry? see, like, some grand passion there. Mm-hmm. Like, it, he was always just kind of, he's like that, you know, one jerk that, You know, whatever. And can I just say that (laughs) she had the worst wig. Like In the flashback scenes? In the flashback scenes when they were first getting together and she like got knocked up, she had the absolute worst wig in the world. You know
1: what it reminded me of? It reminded me of David Spade and Joe Dirt.
0: Yes. (laughs) If it were blonde, she could have been David Spade's twin. It was like like that
1: mullet with the, you know, just the bangs just chopped, right? So you could see.
0: It was horrible. I don't know. She, whoever is in like the hair department just did her dirty, so I don't know what she did to piss that person off when they were like, here's your wig, you know, for when you're supposed to be 25, but... Because looks, otherwise, she looks exactly the same, right? Just in a bad right.
1: wig. <laughs> it was like to me, it was the equivalent of of a flashback with a guy, and then you see him, and he's got sideburns, <laughs> right? Like it was talking. just it was the total. It was the female equivalent equivalent of that. It's like, oh, this must be a flashback,
0: <laughs> and like all the digital effects that they did for the spacewalks right, and right. the Mars landing, yeah. like you couldn't try to you know the Irishman Josh Charles and Hillary Swank and like de age them a little bit oh, yeah. instead of putting this really horrible wig on her and not doing anything to him at all right
1: he looked exactly he looked exactly the same, exactly same. he yeah. had the same haircut and everything like that <laughs> totally he's like oh are we, are we doing the flashback scene today I guess I'll just put this uh, old shirt on <laughs> yeah, put totally. this plaid jersey on yeah, and right. then we'll be fine <laughs> totally. meanwhile she's got to get the the wig that looks like it could turn around on top of her head
0: <laughs> right totally. it was horrible it was bad so
1: terrible. So uh, overall, what did you think of this? What or uh, there are there other things that you want to talk about?
0: Well, I'm just I'm I'm torn because well, I, I will say before I do like an overall assessment, I thought the the girl who played the teen daughter mm-hmm. Lex, mm-hmm. I actually thought she did a really good job. Um, so that's
1: Talitha Bateman.
0: And uh, her boyfriend, the guy who played her boyfriend, yeah. I liked him too. Yeah, I thought, me too. I thought they had a really good storyline. Um, I was all prepared to roll my eyes at like hot teen young love, but <laughs> like I kind of bought them. You know, <laughs> I thought they did a really good job. I, I bought that they cared about each other yeah, and it wasn't yeah. just him looking for a handy in the back of his truck. Um, handshake? Handshake, yeah. So I, and she, she was believable from the perspective that like Dalt said. She's, you know, 14, 15 years old. Her mom is gone for 3 years. Her dad just had a stroke. She's basically now on her own. Everything sucks. Like she's acting out. Like I really bought her portrayal of that. So okay. I thought I thought she did a good job. Yeah. Um, but overall, I'm really kind of torn on this because it could have been more. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was interesting a the non Hillary Swank related storylines were really compelling. Yep. You know, Misha and Lou, and then to a lesser extent, Rom and Quasi. I didn't think Rom and Quasi had enough to do. I would have liked to see more of them. And I hope yeah. that in season two, because there's clearly going to be a season two, Right. even though Netflix, I don't think, has announced it yet. Like, I hope those two have more to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just some like BS, like Rom loves Hillary Swank storyline that they were setting up all season yeah
1: Um, I'd like to see a lot more of him I thought we saw enough of Kesa um from my perspective but mm -hmm. we didn't see enough of Rom we saw that you know his story with the brother and everything like that but he was a really interesting guy and he was sort of like the he was the physician on board and he had he was the co-pilot and everything Mm -hmm. like that but he had I would yeah I agree I I would like to see more of him
0: yeah so the the non-Hillary Swank astronauts I enjoyed their storylines but it was just and they did a good job of building suspense yeah. even though you knew everything was gonna be fine. Right. Like you know they're gonna land on Mars. Like nobody's dying. this is not the kind of show where people die, right? right? You know, yeah. it was it was just it had a very old fashioned rah-rah kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like I said to Dalt after the first episode you know, at the very end when the rocket takes off from the moon on the way to Mars, like in the NASA headquarters, like everybody slow-mo stands up and watches (laughs) like the the rocket on the big screen TV. And I'm like, oh God, we've seen this scene Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. 8 million times, the wonder of it all, you know? So it was very (laughs) old fashioned. And it was a lot more about like the relationships of people than the technology, even though like, Technology obviously plays a part because yeah. everything happens in space that can possibly go wrong, and they have to solve it. But I don't know; it's just I was very, very torn.
1: It, it, you're right. It was that struck me as well when I was watching this. is very much not a space show. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a lot of shots of the actual spaceship as right. they're as they're traveling. It's more a, a human drama. It's more it an interaction is. between the characters, mm-hmm. and, and you know, we have one 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 character who's dealing with a same sex. Uh, Uh, attraction that is not culturally appropriate, which you can probably figure it out eventually if you watch the show.
0: I thought that was handled really well.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really well done. Mm -hmm. That was actually, to me, the most heartbreaking of all the stories because there are a lot of heartbreaking. So another part of this that I just, it rubbed me the wrong way is that it's really sappy. It's yeah, really, definitely. it's really maudlin uh-huh. and there's a lot of heavy, heavy moments and I was getting choked up by them, I have to admit, but, but especially in the last episode, I think there's a crying scene in the last 15 or 20 minutes. Every scene is, is somebody is crying <laughs> I told and you. it's, it's hard to take after a while. Like it's such a serious, hard movie. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of humor, like I said, and somebody is crying about something and at least twice an episode, I would, I would hedge a best uh, bet to say so it's it's hard to make it through all that I hope it's, it has a little bit of a lighter touch in in season two I, I'm not looking for clowns in space <laughs> even even though they've got the makeup budget for it no kidding <laughs> but I, I think that it needs to be a little bit lighter and and I agree that the that the drama was more about the people and and that probably was intentional because you're not we're not there to watch ad Astra. We're there to watch Hillary Swank interact with the the characters, I guess.
0: And I mean, they're you know in a rocket for eight months. Like right. it, it's going to be interpersonal relationships and space stuff.
1: It's almost like Love Boat. You know, you're you're, <laughs> you're trapped with these people. <laughs> Love Boat in space. I'm in space. <laughs> Angry space bojo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you've got to you've got to make the best of it because you can't be going to port. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Remember cruises? Remember those? No, no, neither do I. No, uh, which is good. So overall, Coco, uh, I think we need to give listener uh, an idea of whether they should watch this or not. I mean, it's number one in the nation right now. That's all right. A lot of people are watching it. Uh, it's getting pretty good reviews. I mean, I'd, I'd say it's probably getting 75% good re- reviews and the rest are panning it for the reasons I think that we mentioned. Yeah. Um, I've,
0: I've seen a couple of middling reviews. I didn't really look for a whole lot of reviews. Of yeah. It, so
1: yeah, I think most of the reviews have been okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hugely popular, so the people like it. <laughs> and also, like, nothing else has really been
0: released lately. Right. So we're, well,
1: people, and it's
0: a ten-parter, so.
1: And people are looking for an, esca- an escape, and very much so, right? It's like, well, this planet's going up in flames. Why don't we watch <laughs> a show about going to Mars?
0: Because we've ruined one planet, so why not go trash another? Exactly.
1: Yeah. So what are your thoughts?
0: I would say if uh, I'm so I'm going to go back to the letter grades.
1: Yeah, I know you are. Yeah, I was I'd, expecting that.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, I disappoint you.
1: Yeah, so many ways.
0: Yeah, um, I'd give it like a B minus. Yeah, I'd say.
1: yeah. Yeah. I'd give it. I'd give it like uh uh two. No, I'd give it about a one and a half dead plants up because wow, that's
0: actually really good for you.
1: Yeah, I, I maybe one and a quarter. Maybe you talk me down a little bit if I can sorry. go down um, because it's. It, it held me all the way through. Yeah. It held me through all mm-hmm. 10 episodes, which it's been a long time, I think, since we've watched a 10-episode series. Yeah. And my bum was getting numb at certain <laughs> points because I was thinking, you know, it, it's 10 episodes. But the storyline kept me going mm-hmm. and it kept it kept me going through. So now now that I think about it more, I'm going to give it one rocket up.
0: Wow. Gonna, you talk me down. Talk to, oh, I'm sorry. I'm this sorry, is, Hillary Swank. I don't.
1: This is live and uh, not rehearsed, <laughs> listener. <laughs> I think they know that if they listen to any of our episodes by now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm giving it one. So I, I'd say uh, there are some things coming up this week as we tape this, as we record this, that are I'm highly anticipating. I would say if you have something similar that you're highly anticipating, you don't need to rush out and watch away for ten yeah. episodes. But if you're like in a cabin in Maine and you've got your laptop, or actually if you're somewhere in our many, in the many, many countries that we reach now, if you're in India and you're thinking, you know what? I'd like to see how I'm represented. You could watch this. Yeah. But I don't think you need to go out of your way. I don't know. What are we talking about Oscars here? Are we, are we anywhere close? No. Yeah. I don't, I don't even
0: know if it would be eligible for Oscars. Cause, cause it's, it's a, a show. So yeah. maybe some Emmys, Emmys, like maybe some like technical Emmys or whatever, yeah. but
1: yeah, you're right. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm sure I'm sure somebody's going to get nominated for acting. Like probably Hillary Swank will get nominated for acting cuz she gets nominated for everything she does, but
1: she's good, but this was not her best work, I don't N- think. No. Like, <laughs> I mean, Boys Don't Cry, she was amazing in Boys Don't Cry. She was amazing in Million Dollar Baby. This one, she, she does a lot of crying. Girls cry apparently. She
0: was amazing in 90210. <laughs> You know it's true. You know. You know you were a closet nine hundred two one zero watcher. The I, I watched
1: a lot of nine hundred two one zero, and it was not my intention. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. At the time, trying to earn valuable relationship points. <laughs> the pre Coco days, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that's hard to believe that there were some, but
0: <laughs> well, you've got a couple of kids from the pre Coco days, so. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: Dalt's got around a little
0: bit anyway hey, hey everybody hey.
1: send your cards and letters okay so uh on that note koko <laughs> do you want to walk us out of here while i go and apologize to all my fans <laughs> dear
0: forum i never thought it could happen to me <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'll never guess <laughs> all right.
0: So, we are not in the pages of a magazine. We are on podcast platforms. Right. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, YouTube, uh Google Play, Ghana, we are now on Ghana. So if you are in India or have friends or family there, please let them know. We are also on IMDb, go us. And allegedly, (laughs) we are on Amazon slash Audible. So, chickadee, check us out if you have an Audible account. If you like the podcast, you want us to review something in the future, you want to give us feedback on a review you've heard previously. Give us an email at cocoanddolts at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle is cocoanddolts. Slide into our DMs there. And you can find us on the interwebs at cocoandults.com where we review stuff that uh, we don't talk about on the podcast.
1: And uh, slide by cocoandults.com, please. And when it says support the podcast, <laughs> click that button and it will take you to a magical world where you can send us money.
0: Because, <laughs> you know, we'd like to make money off the podcast because we've been doing this for almost three years now and we haven't, so... We've
1: got we've got tens of listeners and nope. we appreciate it.
0: We've got a lot of listeners now that we're big in India.
1: Actually, we do. I, I We make fun of it, but we're a huge hit right now in parts of the world and we want to thank you, listener, for, I don't know, traveling the world or sharing. Sharing and liking and just... All around spreading the word about the Coco and Daltz podcast, because we're pretty happy about that, actually.
0: Sharing is caring.
1: Sharing is caring. So for another episode of the podcast, the music is playing us out. The director has left, actually. <laughs> I'm looking over <laughs> at the booth, and the director is gone. So uh, for another uh, episode of the podcast, Coco, I'm not Dults. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not Coco.
0: <laughs> Just leave it in. <laughs>
1: And I'm not Coco.
0: <laughs> I'm not Dalt. <laughs> we gotta cut that.
1: Yeah.